0: 97.90 KFGO. Derek Hanson with you again. We'll start playing some classic Twins games tomorrow night, seven o'clock. After we do a Friday night ice with Travis Dunn, but it's a pleasure to have with us. He's a former KX4 Sports Director. Works for Fox Sports Radio down in the Fort Myers area, 94.1 down there. Ironically, so we got 94.1 FM here and. Does stuff on uh, SiriusXM, also uh, is the spotter researcher for Troy Aikman and Gary Danielson on those big college football games and pro football games. David Molten's with us. Hello, David. How are you? I'm
1: good, Derek. How are you?
0: Well, uh, I, I don't think any of us are as good as we were a couple weeks ago when you and I were having a nice lunch over a couple of cool ones. Everything was pretty normal. Looking forward to the Twins' upcoming season. And then, boom, a week ago, about right now, everything turned upside down. And I don't know a bigger sports fan than you, but this is really something else.
1: Well, if it wasn't for the NFL, Oof. I mean, my goodness, our poll question on our local show today was it was only a week ago today that the sports world really stopped. You know, it was a week ago last night, the NBA suspended their season, but the sports world came to a stop a week ago today. So we asked our listeners, how long has the week felt? And we gave people four answers a week, two weeks, a month, and holy blank, and holy blank one. Really? Going away.
0: Yeah, it's felt like Going away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and that's with the NFL ratifying their CBA and having free agency. And in my part. You know, Tom Brady's coming to Tampa Bay, so I mean, you know, it's it's been a fairly normal sports week down here, and yet it still feels like holy blank.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because we actually had this conversation yesterday. That a week ago was when it was announced that there's going to be no fans at the NCAA tournament, right? So, and and then we said, boy, then tomorrow comes, and it has only been a week. Now, if I was to answer your question, I would have said two weeks because it's felt like two weeks, reality wise. But it's hard to believe it's only been essentially seven days since it, you know, today was really the hard day of just everything hit the wall.
1: Yeah, and today also is one of the great sports days. You could argue, I mean, you could make the case that today is the greatest sports day in America. I mean, the first full day of the NCAA tournament, you could put that up with, the Super Bowl, final round of the Masters, you know, game seven of whatever. You could you could put today up as our best sports day in this country.
0: I don't think you get much disagreement to that. I, I really don't. I don't think a lot of people would argue with you on that. And you know, part of it's because as much as I, I think the best two times of the year, do you agree with this is October when you have you know, playoff baseball, the heart of college and pro football, and the start of the other two pro leagues. You know what I'm getting? I mean, and then there's this. There's the almost start of baseball season. We've got NFL draft stuff to talk about. I think I mentioned this to you. The NCAA wrestling tournament starts on Thursday. For me, I'm a big fan of NCAA wrestling. That was going to be at the Viking Stadium this year. And, of course, we have the NCHC Frozen Faceoff. You remember it as the WCHA Final Five. It's more or less the same thing. So this was certainly in this region probably the greatest sports week that there is of the year, and poof, it's gone.
1: Well, and obviously, I mean, the North Dakota State men's basketball team was oh. going to the dance, and you know, obviously, anytime you went to hockey has a pulse. You know, you've got the college hockey tournament. I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would argue the middle of March is actually our our best. Sports time of year. Some might say it's October, but you know I, I would nominate now. And you know today or today this year was also this was the thirty fifth year since we went to sixty four teams. And I know technically we're at sixty eight now, but the brackets didn't really start until nineteen eighty five. Right. You know, yes At sixty four, all of a sudden, you know, we didn't because before we had buys. You know, we had 32, and then we had 48, and then we had buys. You know, at 64, it was like everybody's plan. The whole one versus 16, you know, David versus Goliath. That started 35 years ago. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, and to think how we are now, which is a little uneasy, on edge, and this is only the beginning. This is going to go on for a little while, and... You know, also like in you know the Red River Valley, it's uh, nearing the end of another long winter, and so you know you're you kind of need the sports and the other stuff to just kind of get you to the finish line. It's yes, like, okay, help me along. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I just a little tired, and I, I just need a push. I need a little help. Can you get me in April? Then the Twins will take over, and then okay, I can see fishing season and. We're getting outdoors, and all
0: right, here we go. You're exactly right. I mean, there's just no getting around it. For us, the cabin fever sits there, sits there, sits there, and it's a whole different type of cabin fever now. By the time it gets warm out, it's going to go bonkers around here for sure. Because uh, we've had total uh, it's it's carry out only now. Meet you at the door for restaurants, and is it that way in Florida right now, or?
1: Well, I will say. Uh, Florida has not exactly behaved well, yeah. as I'm sure you could see with the news video. I mean, I, spring break only ended about two hours ago. I mean, finally, the governor and all the local municipalities, by about six o'clock tonight, they finally said the governor's words were the party's over. So they allowed spring break to go on until about six o'clock tonight. Uh, they only started mandating takeout only. Mm, early part of this week, so, you know, I'd, I don't know if Florida's uh, behaved as well as it, it probably should have, to be brutally honest with you, and I'm concerned because, obviously, we're a much older state than the average state, Right. so, you know, our demographics are, are not good if uh, the worst case scenario were to happen in Florida, I mean, you know, I mean, our demographics are in the ballpark of Italy's. So I certainly hope that what's going on there doesn't start to happen here because, it, you know, it's Italy with a population times, you know, four.
0: Yeah, another person, You know, as you know, I know, have a few people down there, friends of mine down there, and what they did say was it's eerie because, you know, you want to talk about stocking up and stuff and whatever. I think that generation did take heed, though, because they said it's like a ghost town at a lot of stores. Have you seen that, too, down in Florida, or?
1: I will say, and I've been joking about it for a while. I would like for someone to explain to me the toilet paper. No, well,
0: phenomenon. we no, there's no ex- explanation for it. There is. I mean, I mean,
1: this is not the burrito virus, right? No, no, I mean, no. if somebody could explain to me, it it it's a respiratory thing, right? I don't quite understand where all of a sudden I can't breathe, go get toilet paper. I don't know where those... Two, well, here's what I don't you know. get,
0: because, I mean, to get toilet paper, for to use it, you usually need to eat, right? So the fact that we have, a, you know, have plenty of food on the shelves, but no toilet paper is a little bizarre, so...
1: Yeah, so I don't quite understand. I wonder if that just goes back to, you know, when we were all kids, and it was, you know... Uh, We're having a blizzard or what have you. You know, what do you get? You get like milk, bread and toilet paper. I I don't know if it goes back to that or not, but so that's been strange for me, but yeah, uh, Derek, I've never seen this anywhere. Um, I've gone to the major stores here for the last week or so, and there hasn't been a lot of food. I mean, I've never, never gone to a grocery store and there hasn't been chicken breasts Mm -hmm. ever. 54 years old. That's never happened. It, happened this week I'm like wow I've never seen that before so you know, I mean there's a lot of things to this I know you know polio in the 40s and 50s was really bad that was the 1918 pandemic but I mean for most of us this is this is uncharted territory because you know after September 11th it was kind of a week to week and a half thing I mean sports came back after a week and a half and you know, the soap operas came back on TV after about a week, and, you know, I mean, by the two weeks removed from it, we were taking baby steps, and we were moving forward. But, you know, we're—that's and that's not going to be the case here. It's going to be a lot longer.
0: Yeah, no question. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's hard to believe. I mean, we'll s- see how the—once it gets to summertime weather, especially around here, it's going to be kind of very strange, and hopefully— Everything holds, uh, I think, for civility more than anything, right? I mean, because I really worry about mental health of people right now.
1: Well, you know, I thought Adam Silver had a really interesting conversation with Rachel Nichols last night in which he said, listen, we are not considering at this time canceling the season. We've got three things that we're considering right now. One is, is there any way that we can just play a game I just play a game. At one point, can we play a game maybe for charity? Yeah. We round up a bunch of guys. We play a charity game. We televise it so that people have something to watch. And we test everyone afterwards. And we see how we all are. I mean, you know, can we even just do a one-off? And then, you know, when can we start playing for real in front of no spectators? But kind of just get things going again. And he said, you know, sports does play a role in the american psyche and he said i i think you know not for business you know he said come on now that we're going to take a hit here there's no way to recoup this money he goes but i do think that whenever we can we need to get back on the court uh as long as we're not risking everyone's health because i really think that people will need us i mean Derek, here's an interesting phenomenon Let's just say this goes on you know eight weeks, and so by late May, you know, people say you know baseball players start working out again and basketball and hockey and what have you and but in sometime in June, we start playing sports again. Well, people will have been cooped up for three months. there will be all of this sports on television, but are we going to stay home and watch it, or are we going to be like, uh, yeah, the last place I want to be is my house?"
0: Yeah, I, it, I mean, it, yeah, now I
1: do think it could lead to amazing attendance. I, I mean, if people have the wherewithal, if this doesn't financially, you know, ruin a majority of us. But I mean, if we have the wherewithal at all, I think it could lead to, you know, I mean, every Twins game being sold out. I, I mean, you know, I mean, you name it, people be like, oh, absolutely. I can't get enough of sports. And I just want to get out of the house. All right, but I wonder. I mean, we could have the most congested sports calendar ever. Yes. It could be great things on every night for three, four months. And I just wonder are we going to stay home and watch? Because they'll be like, uh, yeah, I'm sleeping outside. I don't know what to tell you. I'm done with my house.
0: You know? Well, I think (laughs) that's that's what I wonder. Yeah, and that's a very good possibility. But. The other thing is the psyche of Americans, we're talking with David Moulton, by the way, former KX4 sports director here in Fargo and does a lot of different things. And I just kind of wonder if the psyche of Americans, if they're ever going to see anyone in public again. I mean, we have people who isolate themselves. What is the like social anxiety, right? They don't want to leave the apartment. You know, if we get to the point where people are, afraid that they're going to get something if we have a big death total. That's the other side of it, too. And this is all speculating, but it's going to be interesting to see where the American psyche is when this is all said and done.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, you know, there's the mental health aspect. My wife's a therapist, and when someone needs a little bit of counseling and guidance, you know, I mean, this is not good for people who have their act together and are feeling good about themselves and life and the pursuit of happiness. And imagine the anxiety for those that were in need of counseling before this started. So yeah, there's no doubt. This is going to be really hard. Our, let's face it. We've been fortunate The multiple generations that are alive now, we have not had to sacrifice the way that our grandparents and those even before them have had to sacrifice this. This might be one of the, first times that multiple generations say i don't know 55 60 and under in which we may have a country look at us and say hey time to time to take one take one for the team here yeah. you know it, this is this is your moment let's see how you handle it
0: well that's a very very good point you know I, you and i talked quite a bit about economics and it's economics worldwide i mean you know certainly nationwide worldwide but in You and I live in the world of sports and economics, and you and I had a long conversation uh, over lunch a couple weeks ago about just the economics of the Red Sox in town and the Twins in town, and boy, a half a month, poof, it's gone. I mean, I just can't imagine in a place that relies on tourism all the way probably till the end of April out there, I mean, what's going to happen? Because the housing market was just starting to bounce back, right?
1: Yeah, the economy in Southwest Florida has been really good for a couple years now. But, you know, Derek, I would guess it's much like if somebody owns a cottage, you know, in and around Detroit Lakes. And you've got a short season, and that's your time to make your money. And if for whatever reason something were to happen where the last third or the last half of your money season got wiped out, I mean, what that would do to you, I mean, because you live on that money the whole rest of the year. And that's, you know, a lot of what's going on in tourism areas. It's why I think Florida was so late to get the people off the beaches and what have you, because, I mean, this is go time. <laughs> this is, you know, this is money falling out of the sky time. And and, and I think the governor knew that. And the, certainly the local business people were like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the risk because this is my livelihood here. So you know that's unfortunately a lot of what's going on right now. I mean, it, it's going to be difficult, and that's the other aspect of: will people have the economic means? Will they have the disposable income in the summer to do what we normally do? Go watch our sports, of which there could be many. I mean, we could have a Stanley Cup Finals in mid to late July. We yeah. could have an NBA Finals in early August. I mean, and Derek, I'll even throw this out there. I think this could change certain sports. I mean, people have wondered for a long time, why is it that the NBA plays when they play? Basketball is a summer sport. It's an outdoor spring and summer sport. Why is it they play in the late fall and winter most of their games? There are a lot of people that have wondered, Shouldn't the NBA like start on Christmas Day and end in early August?
0: I vote for and that.
1: End yep. it off and, and hand it off to the football season and say, Here's you go, knock yourself out. I mean I mean, shouldn't that be the months and, and the NHL would be like, Well, that'd be great. You know, then we'd have a couple of months to ourselves. Major baseball would feel the same way. I mean, the other thing I'm wondering is, you know, a lot of fans have thought that some of these seasons are too long. Will this Obviously, we're going to have abbreviated seasons here in just about every sport not named football. Right? Will certain sports realize that, you now maybe we should shorten the seasons a little bit? Maybe there are a few too many games. I mean, listen, Eric. let's just say baseball starts playing in three months. I don't know about you. It'd be, what, about game a hundred-game
0: season? Mm-hmm, yep.
1: <laughs> now, all of a sudden, every game's got more juice to it.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: Um, maybe they maybe they start with the All Star game and then they just play straight through. I, I mean, I don't know. I could cause a lot of interest. Quite frankly, you know, you get <laughs> off to a now the Twins are expected to be good this year, but imagine you're a team that's not expected to be all that good, and you get off to a good start. You're like, well, hell, we only have 100 games, so it's close to 160, maybe we can steal a playoff berth. I mean, and vice versa, the Twins get off to a bad start. There's panic. Because you have sixty less games in right. which to recover. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks that this could be a pretty fascinating baseball season if it's only
0: hundred games. Well, it's certainly a fascinating. A lot of things. David Moulton with us, uh, f- former KX4 Sports Director, part of Fox Sports Radio down the uh, Fort Myers area on ninety four point one down there. Also does uh, spotting research for not only uh, Gary Danielson on the SEC Game of the Week, but the uh, with also the Fox. America's Game of the Week with uh, Troy Aikman. I want to ask you two things related to that. We talked about the economy. I mean, there's a lot of people like you, and I don't think you mind me saying this on the airwaves. I mean, you are a contract worker for a lot of things. You and I have joked about the amount of 1099s that you get. I mean, there's a lot of people like you. This is affecting your, your income. There's no getting around it.
1: Well, there's no doubt. I mean, I might as well be a a waiter or a waitress or a hostess. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, when they work, when their restaurant's busy and I work when certain things are going on, I'm curious, will the, you know, I just do golf on Fox, but our season starts in June. Well, I mean, will the first major sporting event we see be the U.S. Open Golf Tournament in mid-June?
0: Might be. I don't know.
1: You know, I mean, it could be. I mean, it, it really could be that that might be our time frame. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to speak with authority on how long this is going to last and this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, based on what certain people have noticed elsewhere in the world, an eight week time frame, this, that, and the other thing. Maybe by mid to late May, we start getting our act together. Mid June, we're ready to kind of move forward. Well, that's when the U.S. Open is. I mean, is that, you know, I mean, that for me, yeah, it's. Derek, I got to be honest, I make good money from Fox. This, this could, <laughs> this is the difference, uh, between steak and spaghetti. <laughs> well, or no SpaghettiOs,
0: know. yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: nothing wrong with spaghetti. No,
0: though. no, I mean, but we're just going back to our college days. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're that's at right
1: now. Right. Got to give my wife a lot of credit. She was on top of this three weeks ago. She has been buying food like we were going to be quarantined for a month three weeks ago. Derek, I've been married 23 years. We have never had this much
0: food. <laughs> I don't doubt that whatsoever. Now, I'm
1: not allowed to eat any of it, but it just stares at me and taunts
0: uh, well. me. I think right. a, I think I think a lot a of that, yeah, a lot of that's going out the window. Uh final thing for you—you you mentioned it earlier. A lot of uh, NFL, you know, n- action news. The Vikings re-sign; uh, uh, they extend the contract of Kirk Cousins. They get a little bit of salary cap relief with that. Uh, Tom Brady goes down to Florida, as you mentioned. It's it's been wild and wooly. What's your takeaway from all this? Right now, the vikings are going to need some secondary help because they lost most of their secondary. It's been been absolutely crazy. Well,
1: I, let me ask you and other Vikings fans. I think this, there's three signings that I think have put the Vikings in the cap position that they're in it's Barr, it's Smith, and it's Cousins. Right. I mean, top dollar for Barr, top dollar for Smith, and top dollar for Cousins at the time that they paid it out. And the contracts were not structured in a cap friendly way. And are they all good players? Yes, but were they worth what you paid? Do they, um, outside of Cousins, the other two defensive players who are terrific, but are they that impactful? Are they nearly $30 million a year impactful? And now it is forcing you to make really hard decisions and lose certain guys because you just don't have the money. And some of the guys that I think they're losing are more impactful than some of the guys that they ultimately paid and they're now going to have to play with for the next year or two, in my opinion. Now, these were hard decisions. They made them at the time. And if they had gotten two and won a Super Bowl, they would have been brilliant decisions. Okay. But when you come up a game short, and now if it looks like you're starting to get worse as opposed to get better, and maybe this little, group is not going to get the job ultimately done, then it starts to look like, ah, damn, we've, you know, here goes another era of Vikings football where we came close, but we didn't get the job done. And, um, you know, I don't know how much more this window is open to be honest with you. I, I really don't. You're starting to lose some of the guys that they're losing now one way or the other. I, you know, quite frankly on paper does this 2020 team look as good as the
0: 2017 team uh I, 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 I mean they're better at
1: the quarterback position but you know I mean those are the questions now you have to wonder is it is you know is the 2020 team even going to be as good as the 2019 team? yeah
0: no it's it's just it, it's a big it's hard to I, I I can't say yes for sure by any means I mean because just because that's secondary helping you know I the whole left tackle thing is still sitting there for a guy who likes to stand in the pocket like a statue. I, I, <laughs> you need a, he's gonna need a clean pocket and I just don't know if they have that on the left side right now and so I'm, I don't know well
1: and and the other thing which will always be the great unknown if Teddy had stayed healthy yep. you know this this team was coming of age together and they were young and affordable and right at the moment in which it looked like this is going to be our time, you know in a non-contact practice injury. It all goes poof, yeah. and you know it's, it's that's why went you know outside of what the Patriots have done here, it's why winning is so damn hard.
0: No, well, exactly. <laughs> it really
1: is. It's hard. You need a lot to go right.
0: Oh, for sure. Are people bonkers over Brady? I want to ask you, too-
1: oh Derek, Derek, I called. The word was not out yet that he was going to Tampa Bay, but. Colin Cowherd had said it on his show that my sources were saying Tampa, but no one else was saying it. And it was 5 o'clock, and I got online, and I'm not trying to get, like, club seats or anything. Because if you were willing to pay the bucks for the big seats, you could have gotten them right away. My buddy of mine got them yesterday. But I was trying to buy, like, 300-level seats in between the 20-yard lines. I was number 6,622
0: oh, wow. in line. Well, a lot of people are at home right now. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Wow. So, yeah.
1: So I, I wanted the cheap upper deck seats on like the 25-yard line, and I had 6,600 people in front of me.
0: So, I mean, right. are, are you – as a sports fan, are you like me, though? I, I just – I thought it'd been great if you would have went out as a Patriots and every. I mean, he'll go back there and they're going to do the whole thing, right? Eventually, that'll happen again. But it is kind of a shame, and maybe it's because I'm a Twins fan. I've been spoiled with this, but it's nice when a guy wears the same uniform his whole career.
1: Well, I mean, listen, if you were paying attention, and we talked about this a few times on your show. I mean, Tom Brady all but held out a sign that said, I'm not coming back.
0: No, right.
1: I mean, they sold their house in August. His trainer sold his house in the summer. Uh, He, over the course of the last two contracts, strategically and meticulously negotiated it so that at first they couldn't tag him, and then he would reach unrestricted free agency. I mean, you know, there was a story that came out today, which I believe, this goes back to the trade deadline in 2017. This was when Bill wanted to trade Brady and keep Garoppolo. And Brady went to Kraft and said, uh, you owe me from Deflategate, and I want to stay. And Kraft went to Bill and said, Bill, you can't trade number 12. And so Bill reluctantly traded Garoppolo. But from that moment on, Brady knew Bill was ready to move on. Yep, yeah, right, yep. Yeah. No. And I believe that sincerely.
0: No, I mean, and it all makes sense. I mean, everything you said there just totally makes sense. So it's, uh, it's a different era. It's going to be very weird to see him in that pewter and orange, but uh, I guess we'll get used to it. <laughs> That's for sure. I, when, I, when If they do the throwback uniform and the creamsicle no, deals. No,
1: no, no. I, mean, I will say, and it has been popular in these parts to do the one game a year in the creamsicles because the team's been terrible and so it actually has made Buccaneer fans for whatever reason nostalgic. But I can't imagine that Brady and if not Brady, Giselle will say, Uh yeah, Tom's not wearing that <laughs> I mean two, or three years from now you want to break out the creamsicles right. again, that's fine. But don't do yeah, that. we're not doing that.
0: Oh, I agree. No. That's a, that would be a bad, a bad look. David, thanks so much. I do appreciate it. I, As you can about imagine, I may call you from time to time because, uh, well, we have a lot of time on our hands, and uh, there's not a lot to talk you know, about. No, Derek, we do. We do. <laughs>
1: well, you know what? We, there's, you know, sports nostalgia is not the worst thing in the world no. either. It, it really is. You know, play an old game or two, reflect on it, get a guest or two who played in those games to talk about it before and afterwards.
0: You know what?
1: It's it's not the worst radio in the world.
0: No, and I mentioned that today. I think for a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of kids that maybe maybe don't know that who Walter Payton is. So if they turn it over to, uh, you know, one of the classic sports channels and they replay a lot of that, go watch a game with Walter Payton or Barry Sanders or Jim Brown or whatever. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I mean, I used to love the NFL film stuff after the Sunday Night Sports Center. Remember they used to do that a lot.
1: You know, we mentioned we started this interview off by saying a week ago today the sports world ground to a halt. It was last Friday night that ESPN aired all three parts of the Lakers Celtics thirty for thirty. Oh. I watched every minute of it. Yes, and it was it was glorious, yes. absolutely glorious.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a great. Right. And I, I said that today too. We love thirty for thirties. Why wouldn't we want to watch a roundtable presentation, whether it be by a Skype or whatever? of the TNT guys breaking down Utah Jazz versus uh, Michael Jordan last game in a Bulls uniform. You know what I mean? I just, I think that'd be Didn't great.
1: Didn't we all, just four weeks ago, spend a moment or two reflecting on the miracle on ice yes. four years ago? Yes. What's, what's, you know, what's wrong with looking back? No, nothing. And, you know, can could bring a smile to your face.
0: Totally agree. Thank you for your time. I'll talk to you very soon, my friend.
1: Derek you're the last person I've gotten within six feet of
0: <laughs> is that true Be- Be- <laughs> it's, it's close Derek
1: it really besides is. besides your morning okay, show so partner maybe or <laughs> well yeah and now I'm doing it from home oh, and yeah. he's doing it from his house so Derek you're just about you're the last person I'm not related to or well, working with on a regular basis hopefully next year but we can, yeah six
0: feet of. hopefully we can make it down to shoeless Joe's and four Myers next year and do the same thing that's what I'm hoping for so David thanks so much for your time I really do appreciate it
1: Be good, and uh, best of luck to
0: everyone in the Red River Valley. Yeah, it's you U2 down there in Fort Myers, Florida. David Moulton, former KX4 Sports Director here in the Fargo-Moorhead area, now at uh, Fox Sports Radio down in the uh, Fort Myers area at uh, 94.1. You can check him out there. Also, he does some uh, stuff on XM, Sirius, and also the spotter and researcher for Troy Aikman and Gary Danielson on their broadcast. So he is a busy, busy guy. Hopefully he'll get to be busy again very soon.